You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome back to the Snippets of Genius podcast. I'm your hostess, Caroline Kay, business and success coach. And today we are joined again by Joe Yule for part two of the fantastic episode where Joe talked to us about how she had to rethink, reflect, and restart her business and go on the journey that really tuned in to what made her strong, what made her special, and what really has driven to make her the success that she is. If you missed that, make sure you go back and tune into episode one. Here in episode two, we're going to go much deeper into how Jo is taking her business to the next level. We're going bigger, we're going better, and of course, ballsier. We're gonna kick off with what her biggest failure was. Biggest failure. Wow. I think not joining the podcast train sooner. I mean, you know, look at people like Joe Rogan. Who, you know, he's not just massive because he's amazing. He has been doing it for a very, very, very long time. You know, I've been making radio for, you know, in excess of 15 years. And I was making podcasts pretty much when podcasts actually came into existence. Yeah, yep, you were definitely leading the pack. <laughs> it's that heartbreaking to think if I'd actually got my show off the ground maybe 10 years ago when that space was a bit less busy that, you know, really when I'd actually kind of felt that urge and that calling just to kind of figure it all out. But I feel like I failed because I should have got into that a little bit sooner. And I think, you know, we all have these amazing ideas and we're like, oh, I should really do this and I should really do that. And a lot of those things just, you know, go onto the back burner and they never get born. And I think, you know, if you're really feeling a, a passion to do something or a calling or like a real, yeah, a desire like to actually make something and be creative, I think that's one of the most powerful things that we can do right now in this time where there's, you know, less distraction and less kind of things, I guess, kind of taking our mind off our real purpose. And I think, you know, actually, this is the moment to tap into all of that. And I think failure to listen to what your soul is really kind of calling and telling you to create is just gonna end, I think, in you just feeling slightly unfulfilled. And I think this is, you know, a really, really great time to make those kinds of projects actually happen, like starting that business you've always dreamed of or that little project or that podcast or whatever it might be. I think the time is now. Yes, yes, I wholeheartedly agree with that, 100%. And I think it's really exciting to hear, you know, business owners that are really aligned with what they're doing and they're excited about what they're doing. And I've had that feeling too, just kicking myself. Why didn't I do this earlier? Why did I suffer for so long um, Mm. with unhappiness or just being unfulfilled? It wasn't even unhappy. I think it's just, I feel I'm made for more. And, but I just don't know what it is. And sometimes you just have to take some time out, reflect, follow your heart a bit. A hundred percent agree with that. And I suppose what's next for you then, Joe? What, what's your vision for the next, next 15 years? What do you think is going to come for you? I'm really enjoying working with women specifically. And that's why I kind of launched these Women Who Podcast courses. But 
you know, long-term plan, I want to bring that, you know, onto the wider stage. And I'd really love to run a podcast festival here. That was in the pipeline, the Pikes Hotel, which is, you know, this big kind of event space here. That's definitely on my radar. I really, obviously when the world allows such an event to take place I would really love to start you know these podcast retreats where people can come and work more intensively with me over the course of a week and throw in some you know some nice hikes in nature and you know night drinking beautiful cocktails and learning a little bit about all of that side of the the island as well and you know actually kind of bringing in a space where people can meet each other who are you know really passionate about podcasting and have like a message to share. I think for me, those two things are, are really brewing in the next sort of five years at, you know, at the very, very minimum. But I think long-term plan, I just want to be making like bigger, bigger podcasts that reach more ears, you know, for something to really pick up pace and gain traction and to be spreading this message about climate change and ecology and what really needs to happen, you know, now to get us all on the same page so that we can heal the planet without sounding like too much of a, an eco warrior on your podcast I do apologize but I think you know it's got to it's got to change and you know that's why I really feel so passionate about podcasting is that I feel it really kind of falls into the right ears and the people that actually care about this kind of stuff they're looking for it they're trying to find you know the kind of content that actually educates people as to what needs to be done for us to sort things out that's basically where I'm at really and I really want to work with you know Greenpeace or WWF or you know an NGO or you know Women for Women International I'd love to share more of the messages about you know the suffering of refugees those kinds of stories are really the kind of stories and investigative journalism I'd be way more interested in sort of producing podcasts for the next yeah well for as long as I am able Oh, fantastic. Oh, well, I can't wait to see those things come to life and I'll book me in for when you have that podcast festival. I'd love to come along. That sounds amazing. I love the idea of going on some hikes around the Vita and just seeing those beautiful oceans and everything that you've talked about. It all sounds perfect. So I'm super excited to see that come to life. And if you could define it, bottle it, what would you say success is? What does it mean to you? I think it's just contentment. I think it's being happy and accepting of where you are without always constantly striving for the next thing and pushing forward and feeling like you're always underperforming or underachieving. I think, you know, particularly for women, they're always like these overachieving kind of perfectionist kinds of, you know, variety of, of, of ladies that I meet who are super successful, like you have got an amazing podcast, someone who's got a really good idea or a strong business, but they're constantly always looking, looking, looking for more. And I think, you know, success for me feels like just really enjoying where I'm at right now and not always, you know, striving or pumping towards the next project. And I think if you're always, always, always looking for new business and feeling like you should be doing more. I mean, I live on an island where, I mean, I'm looking out to the horizon. I can see the sea. I can see the mountains. I can see the curves of the cliffs. It's just full of beauty. And I want to also have the time to be able to go out and enjoy, you know, life as well as, you know, being successful and, and having a good business. I, I just want to enjoy being relaxed and calm and, and experiencing life just as much as creating. That sounds heavenly. Absolutely heavenly. And I think, yeah, I've got a warm, glowy feeling just listening to you <laughs> saying all those things. That's magical. And I think just now I've got these quick fire round questions for you, Joe. 
So really just short and sharp answers. What comes to mind first? So what's the best part about your job? I just love inspiring and empowering women to share their message. What's the biggest lesson you've had running your own business? Is to not rely too much on other people because they, yeah, I mean, I definitely don't think that you should be the person who wants to do everything for themselves, but sometimes, yeah, creating that kind of trust and level of connection might take longer than you potentially expect it to. And yeah, takes a a real, you know, journey of evolving so that you're both on the same page before you throw all your eggs in, in one basket. Oh, good words of wisdom. What are the best resources that you've had that have helped you? Sorry, what are the best resources that have helped you along the way? A book or a podcast? It's actually none of those. It's it's actually like a newsletter. So I have signed up to several. My favorite one is one called podnews.net and you basically receive a daily newsletter. And on there is just all the latest happenings, the latest technology, the latest stats, the latest, yeah, everything to do with podcasting and I read that every single day and every day I learn something and I evolve and I change the course or the tech that we're using according to that and it's you know it's just keeping everything on the money and people informed as to the best ways to do what you know to get their projects off the ground yeah I love that podnews.net I'm going to check it out later perfect who inspires you and why who inspires me and why? Oh my God, so many people. But I I was actually, it's so cheesy, but I would say Oprah Winfrey lately has been blowing my little socks off when I kind of really started to read a little bit more about her and the, obviously the backlash of this whole, you know, Harry and Meghan thing and why obviously she was so, you know, hell-bent, I suppose, on maybe sharing Meghan's story and and, you know, everything that came to light with that, you know, the racism and all the drama of being in the royal family and wanting to exit and it's like you know Oprah's had a she's had a tough ride you know she she didn't have an easy life as a child and you know I think it's so fascinating to kind of see from such humble beginnings and such you know difficult upbringings how women just get so determined really just to smash it and to create a business and and climb to the top of the ladder and how that kind of journey came about so you know I love I love those kinds of stories I think it's fascinating how inspiring women like her like you know someone like Nina Simone for example same kind of stories I find those kinds of women very 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 engaging and you know they are the ones that make you want to you know to work a little bit harder aim oh, a little bit higher love that and final one what is the best advice you've ever received on your entrepreneurial journey I think the best plan is no plan. I remember who said that to me. It was at an airport and it was the guy from Nightmares on Wax. His name is George. And I was actually going to teach, this is going to sound so hilarious, teaching yoga on the main stage of festival to a crowd of like, yeah, quite a few thousand people. And I was like really nervous. And he was like, why are you nervous? I don't plan my DJ sets, but you always know that basically you're going to just, deliver what you always have delivered and you just need to learn to trust yourself you don't need to plan everything out and that has stuck with me right through to these courses that I've built because it's like actually you know that you've got the knowledge and you know you've been in the industry long enough to to have all the tools to to when those situations unravel and arise that you're always going to be able to tackle them from the best place and have the answers 
So I think just trust yourself and you don't always need to have the plan in place before you take the plunge. Oh, I love that. That is a fantastic way to end the show. And Joe, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your words of wisdom. It's been wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited this podcast exists and that you're on the second series. Like who would have thought that? Who would have thought it? (laughs) (laughs) We got there in the end. (laughs) Thanks so much, Joe. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to help other people to find it too, I would really appreciate you taking a moment to rate and leave a review. If you know someone who wants to start or scale their business, why not share it with them too? To find out more on how I help people to start and scale, visit www.carolineK.co. That's www.carolineKay.co. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.